is the Storymobile podcast. We are a solar-powered moving art space that travels to events and through neighborhoods to collect your stories. On August 30th, 2017, Storymobile was at the Minnesota State Fair for Read and Ride Day. We collaborated with the public library system to ask state fairgoers about their favorite books. Yeah. Oh, we do? Oh, well, yeah. today is. We did. We work <laughs> yes. both at the most popular library in the state of Minnesota. What is that library? The Roseville Library. That's my favorite the one. Highest, that's good. Yeah. The highest circulation. Wow. And that was because I shelved 7,000 books a day. Is that how many? No, but it got me through college. It's a great college. It's a great way to get through college. So that's what you did. And I love libraries. I love, yes, that's what I did. I shelved the, I was part of circulation. It's got a a term for it. Okay. It worked great. And this guy, you you worked at the Roseville Library too? Yes, I I worked there too. Probably shouldn't (laughs) talk about this. Met my first wife there, she who shall remain nameless, who eventually became the librarian in charge of the whole system. Yeah, Voldemort. She was. The big chunk did float to the top. Yes. You did want stories. Did you guys meet there? Or did you no, know each other? We're, we're all siblings. Sister. Oh, okay, you're siblings. Yeah, she's the youngest, he's the next oldest, but the oldest wouldn't show up today. Yeah. Oh, and, and are you a sibling as well? Yes. Nice. I'm in between. I wasn't able to get a job at the library because it was too popular, but I was there all the time. And when they first opened, they were the first library possibly in the country to be open on Sunday. And, boy, I was there. I spent as much time there as I could. Did you get, like, a, a if you return books late and had fines, did you get the hookup on uh, the family discount of getting the, the fines waived at all? <laughs> or were you the per- are you a person that returns them all on time? <laughs> well, I returned them probably early so I could get more. But my mother had to get officious with the librarian to let to get me a library card in the first place because you're too young, you can't have one. And then to be allowed to check out real books instead of the baby books. Do you remember a favorite book you had when you were younger? That you checked out maybe multiple times or just really liked? Probably. Uh, I Lady Chet or whatever. No, 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 not, not. That was second. Yeah. No, that would have been Ray Bradbury, S's for Space. That was one of the first books I read without pictures. And how about now? Do you have a favorite book now? Or is it the same one? <laughs> Way too many. Like Sir um, Christopher Lee, I read The uh, Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings yearly. Any uh, specific thing that you remember from Ray Bradbury's book, that like a piece of advice or knowledge that you've taken with you? Well, the computerized houses, which we now have, and everybody said, oh, that's just, that's never going to happen. So I'm able to say, ha-ha, I was right, you're wrong. And how about you? Do you have a favorite book? Well, I lived on Walter Farley's Black Stallion novels for several years. After that, I read everything in the library. And I I had permission to check out adult books long before her because because I had to get them for our mother. Yes, I'm a lot older. (laughs) But I never had to pay fines because I was cute. <laughs> so the, what's the difference between like children's books and adult books and why, how old do you have to be to check out an adult book? 
Well, the simplest judgment is adult books have sex in them. And uh, these days, who can tell? You know? <laughs> no, the only difference I remember is juvenile books had J on the back, young people's had YP, and the adult books were in plain brown wrappers. What was your favorite uh, like memory or favorite thing about working at the library? Besides the ex-wife. <laughs> Getting a paycheck. I loved working there. I got paid for doing something that was fun. It was just wonderful. And if I'm yelling, that's because I'm deaf. <clears throat> and excited. I'm always excited, but Prozac keeps it under control. <laughs> and do you have a favorite book, that, uh, either from when you were younger or, or now? From the library? A any book. Oh, my gosh. John Adams, um, David McCulloch. No, 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 no. I take that back. The Wild Blue. Um, that's not McCulloch, but um, Ambrose, Stephen Ambrose, same guy who did the the uh, Band of Brothers. Because it turned out that in um, what that what the band what the Wild Blue was was not one of his big things, but like Band of Brothers. But what he did was profile uh, uh, George McGovern, who was flying, who who uh, was trained to be a pilot. Uh, for to fly B-24s during World War II. And it turned out that they followed him through training and they followed him through going to um, the, the San Giovanni Airfield in Italy where they did their bombing missions. And, and it so, But it so turned out that our father was part of that same training class, but he was a navigator bombardier, or maybe he's just a bombardier. I, I'm still, he's both. Okay, yeah, details. I think you're right. Um, but anyway, he was part of that same training class and became same, be, uh, was part of that same bomb group, and which means one of the same four squadrons of part of that. And so when he's when Ambrose detailed every one of the bombing, with each each of the each of the missions that they flew, that matched. One for one with we found actually David has my has the has his little flip book of, of his little log of what my father did and every single one of those missions matched up with what was in that book. So I mean so it's kind of neat to see that that's that was what he did. Yeah, like you're reading your I'm family reading history. What my dad yeah. did. I mean you know in World War II a lot of guys didn't want to talk about it. I mean they said you know it was like December 28th they they. they had a mission to Linz, Austria, or something like that. I mean, to hit the air, you know, to, to take care of the, uh, the the railroad tracking, switching stations, and stuff like that. And it was it matched up one to one. So it was just neat. It was really neat to see that. I just wish he wrote it ten years earlier, so I could have thanked my dad. And it's because I didn't have a clue back then. How old were you when you read the book? Oh boy, uh, maybe forty. So maybe 35, 40 in there. Not long after it came out. Very so, neat. Thank you. But it was really, I mean, the thing is, it really changed my whole, what my what my dad did. My brother, my, I, there's another brother who didn't want to show up here who's got more medals because in the 70s they gave out more medals and stuff. But, but what my dad did was just like, he actually did something, you know, distinguished flying cross for a good reason, you know. It was amazing what he did. Two of them, two of them. Flying cross and air medals. What? Flying cross and three air medals. Three air medals, that's right. Because he, what, yeah, what he did was just, and I didn't know. And I'm just, that's the big thing in my life. I mean, I'd start getting teary, but, you know, that's, that's what really, that really woke me up. 
And t remind me the name and the author again. Oh, it's Stephen Ambrose, The Wild Blue. I have extra copies and I try to give them away to people when they can. But yes, put that on the favorite. Put that on the favorite thing okay, at the Ramsey County Library because they're good and they circulate a lot of books. Great. Thank you guys so much. Oh, absolutely. Thanks so much. To hear more stories, learn more about Storymobile, and to find out where we'll be pedaling off to next, visit storymobile.org.